Okay. All right. Welcome to Stars of the Stars, your astrological overview of all your favorite movies. That's right. That's exactly what it is. Yes. Thank you for that, Marika. Yeah. Except I don't know about this movie. It's like maybe not a favorite movie of everybody, but... I think that maybe a lot of people have not seen this movie. Yeah, I don't think a lot of people have seen it. Is this an indie? It's an indie, right? I guess so, yeah. This I actually really liked watching this movie because it reminded me of when we were in high school and you used to always find really cool indie movies for us to watch. Oh. You used to do that. Yeah. We used to watch a lot of... We were, like, hip for a minute in high school and we were like, oh, we watch indie movies now? Yeah. And that's what it reminded me of, like, to, to be watching it and talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, very nostalgic. Nice. So we're talking about Horse Girl. Yeah, I mean, I just get so bored on Netflix now, so I'm just like, hold on, let me just try this. Like, you watch a lot of things. You yeah. Do. I actually already knew about this movie because um, I saw it in someone's Instagram feed. Was it the actor that yeah. you're obsessed with? Okay. My uh, future Her. second husband. Yeah, yeah, I did see it in his Instagram feed. So. Anyway, so the movie is called Horse Girl. <laughs> That's what it's called. If we didn't mention that. Mm-hmm. That's what it's called. Um, so I'll do, I guess, the plot rundown. So if you haven't seen Horse Girl, you're about to get a bunch of spoilers. So I recommend that you click out, go watch the movie, come back, and then listen to this. Uh, Horse Girl is on Netflix right now. Yes. And uh, so Horse Girl is about Sarah. And Sarah is... A girl who's just living her life. (laughs) I don't really know how to describe it, really. Um, So, Sarah is just a normal girl. Um, She's a little quirky, I think, in the beginning. Oh, my God. I actually knew a horse girl in school named Sarah. Of course she did. Yeah. That's all horse girls' names. Yeah. Sarah. I didn't even think about that connection, though. It was a really good choice. Like, maybe they did that on purpose. (laughs) On purpose. (laughs) Everyone's known a horse girl named Sarah. She always drew horses. And I would, yeah, we would draw animals together. You know, it's weird that horse girl has become a term now, but, like, you just know what I'm saying. Like, if we were like, oh, yeah, she's kind of a horse girl, and people are like, oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That didn't used to be a thing. Like, but it was a thing, but we didn't have a term for it. Yeah. But now you're a horse girl. But I wonder if that's just, like, an early 90s, like, thing. Because do they have horse girls nowadays? No, you have girls that are like Instagram models at 10 years old. I don't know (laughs) if any of you youngins like horses. (laughs) So Sarah, she's, I'm going to use the word quirky, but she's a horse girl. Yes. Um, And then this is another one of those movies that's going to be hard, kind of hard to like just give you a clear plot line because it doesn't really have a super clear plot line. But essentially Sarah, she's a little quirky at the beginning. Um, she's kind of shy and reserved. Um, yeah, lonely, I think. So I think the story really kicks off, uh, on Sarah's birthday when her roommate invites her boyfriend over and her boyfriend's new roommate and they kind of have this party, um, or maybe even a little before that it kicks off. But we start to realize basically that Sarah has these like very extreme, um, like lucid dreams. Uh, and yes. then she's waking up in the morning and realizing that she's not where she thought she was. Like she's not, she's basically no longer in bed at some point in the lucid dream. She's been actually moving around sleepwalking. So, um, it kind of starts a spiral out of control from there. And she starts coming up with this theory that the reason why she's having these crazy lucid dreams and, and seeing people, like she's seeing people in these dreams who she doesn't actually know in real life and, and all these crazy things are happening. And she starts coming to this conclusion that this is all happening because she is a clone of her grandmother. Um, and it gets really crazy from there. I'm not even going to try to describe it in the <laughs> plot line. But essentially, um, she gets committed and the lucid dreams continue. She continues to have these crazy dreams. And the movie sort of ends ambiguously, I guess. Yeah. There's some talk about aliens. It looks like she's being abducted at the end. Yeah. It's very ambiguous. Um, but I think I think it's, like, safe to say. And I don't know. You can tell me. What? I think it's, like, safe to say that this is a metaphor. <laughs> For, like, for mental health. She, she yes. 
that's what I really thought like the whole movie kind of focused on because it's crazy like she's committed somewhere and they just let her go like right. after like not that short of a right for a short amount of time and then but I did really think that this movie was so intense and in that like there's all this talk about aliens and clones and I'm like okay I know that it's a metaphor for mental health yeah but it could really be aliens. it could be. no that's the <laughs> other thing too I was like she's just like able to astral project herself that's what it is she is just like very spiritually yeah. like but this is what I thought when I was thinking, oh, this is all a metaphor. Yeah. I was thinking, because, you know, the, her shrink at one point mentions that she's been there before. Yeah. So what I was thinking was, she's not really, like, she's not actually dreaming of people she's never seen before. She has seen these people before. She's just oh. putting them together at weird times. And she doesn't have, she can't remember these things that happened before. So she doesn't know that she's seen them before. But she probably has met that girl before. You know what yeah. I mean? Like. And these are, like, you know, like, I don't have a lot of personal experience, personally, like, myself with these kinds of serious mental health issues, but I've yeah, had friends and family who have gone much through. Like bipolar. Right, like, like it, I mean, it's, you can't really diagnose her, I don't think, in this yeah. movie, but she definitely, like, I made all these notes about, like, she's going through a manic phase, which could, could be a number of different mental illnesses, but, like, the not sleeping is a very manic phase sort of thing. Um, like when she's with Darren, who's the roommate of the roommate's boyfriend, um, that she kind of starts like a little bit of like a thing with at a point in the movie, um, when she's with him and she's getting really frantic and she's like, oh, we got to dig up my mom's body, you know, like that's, that's a very like manic state thing to do. Um, so I don't, I think it was like obviously like a metaphor for mental health. It's just so crazy because the way that they shoot it in the movie, you're really like, okay, but it could be aliens. Like, yeah. <laughs> I know. Like also I've been watching Roswell a lot lately. Oh. So I already had aliens on the brain and this had me just like, yo, they are hiding shit, man. Yeah. Like, yeah, I was really. <laughs> and then I was like, oh my gosh, all these poor people that are like in mental health facilities because they might be looked at as crazy, but maybe there really are aliens. And, right. You know. <laughs> it gets you really, um, maybe not everybody took it the way that Marie did, <laughs> but uh, it gets you really thinking. Um, but I think it's safe to say if we're trying to keep it grounded in this world's reality, well, it's the metaphor for like. You think it really was though? So? I think that that is probably what the filmmaker oh. intended it to be. Oh. But I think that it was extremely clever the way that they did it to make it something where, like, hey, but if you're also, like, a conspiracy theorist, this is for you, baby. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's, that's how I took it. Also, I just love, um, what's her name? Allison Brie? Yeah. Is that her name? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love her. She's great. I, like, watched her in Glow, and I was like, I love her. She's just great. She's, she's a really good actress. Yeah. This was a really good performance, mm-hmm. I thought. Yeah. I really enjoyed this movie. Um, so do we want to... Was that enough of a description? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that was way too long. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I, well, not too long, but I feel like we just... It was, it's it's one of those hard ones to describe. My couch just stepped on your laptop. Everything's fine, right? Now. Yeah. Sorry. Oh, my God, Jules. Jules, stop! <laughs> We're not... We don't have a professional setup, if you guys can't tell. <laughs> Stop yeah, we're just in the studio, cats walking on our computers. Um, anyways, so let's just jump right into it. Okay, what were you thinking? Okay. Sarah. Sarah, the horse girl. I feel like, I don't know, because now I'm not really sure. But I feel like, and I, I don't want to just keep saying that people are the sign. But I thought maybe Virgo. Hmm. And I'll let me let me explain to you. Okay. Let me go ahead and explain to you. She comes across to me as like the most Virgo form of Virgo. Like if we are talking, like this could be like a triple Virgo here. This is okay. And hear me out. Listen to me on this. Let me let me give you some <laughs> feedback here. Okay. About why she's neat. She's methodical. She's very shy. She likes to stick to routines. Um, she's like a little bit bubbly and happy, um, but she's also kind of awkward. Uh, she's a little bit, uh, guarded, like emotionally. Mm-hmm. Um, and I specifically put this note about when Darren is leaving their apartment and he's mm-hmm. like kind of obviously trying to kiss her cause he keeps going for multiple hugs, which is super awkward. And yeah. she just keeps being like, okay, bye. 
<laughs> Even though she very obviously was, like, pretty interested in him. Yeah. Like, she's not picking up on signs. She's, like, a little awkward. Mm. I, I was personally relating to her. <laughs> so, so you uh, think you're a horse girl? Um, I liked horses. So I rode horses, too. Oh, you did? I did, yeah. Oh, yeah, you did have some friends that were, like, horse girls. Yeah. Yeah, I never rode a horse. Really? In your whole life? Never. Not never even rode. at, like, a birthday party no, with somebody's parents? No, like, my parents them? took my brothers. There's videos of them, but they just never took me. They got tired of it after the fourth one. So. See, that's how you became a cat girl. Yes. You had to fill that void. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know that I was, like, a horse girl, but I really liked horses. I was obsessed with cats since I was a kid, so... Since I used I to little. hate cats. I Did started, you really? Yeah, I really started liking cats when our one cat, who I thought I was kind of mean to as a kid, was, like, sick and dying, our cat Dallas. And then I started, like, bonding with Dallas because I was like, oh, my God, she's about to die and I was such a bitch. I can't believe you said that. I can't be your friend anymore. Okay, I like him now, and now I'm, like... You're I'm a like, faker. No, I You're love him. You're a No, I'm, like, trying... I'm, like, now, like trying to give the cats all the love that they missed out on for like my first 10 years of life. Ariel, every birthday present I got when I was a kid were about cats or were Hello Kitty like related because I loved cats so much. Okay, but you should have loved horses because we're talking about <laughs> horse girl. I'm a cat girl. Okay. There was also actual horses in this movie, which is the first note in my notebook. Yay. There's actual horses. Yeah. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. Because I was like, if this movie is called Horse Girl and then it ends up being like one of those indies where the title has nothing to fucking do with the movie, I'm going to be very upset. (laughs) But it didn't. So I was really pleasantly surprised. They also, though, just, they were so weird to her about her like visiting her old horse all the time. I don't know why they were like that. Maybe because they knew that she was like mentally ill and they're like, God, this girl keeps coming around and she's crazy. But it's like also like. Yeah. Why? It was weird. They were weird. Yeah. They were acting really strange towards her. Even if they knew she had mental health issues. Yeah. It's like you would be a little. Yeah. You would be actually a little nicer to someone if you knew that they were. Yeah. Her mom killed herself? Like, Jesus. Yeah. And they don't... See, that's the thing with this movie. They really didn't say anything. (laughs) Who? About... About anybody. Like, the grandma, you have no idea what kind of something she suffered from. Mm Because they can talk about her grandma had the same thing. Her mom, you know... Well, they did say her mom had depression. Depression. Yeah, that's true. And killed herself because she had depression. So we know what her mom had. Her grandma is very ambiguous. We are not sure what was going on with her grandma. So, yeah. I mean, I think... I think that was, like, the point, though. And the was picture was exactly it. like her. They looked exactly alike, so. But I don't know. People say that I look just like my grandma. No, the picture was, like, basically her, though. They, like, did that, like, yeah, on purpose, I feel like. Because if you would have, you would have just found someone that kind of looks slightly. You would have made it look different to make it not seem not like Not look a, exactly. Yeah. I don't know. Genetics are weird. Sometimes people actually look like... Ringo, you really were going with the clone theory, weren't you? Yeah, I was like, there's aliens. <laughs> I was like, there are aliens. And then probably when I was like, it was a metaphor. And you're like, what? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe we're... I think, I think that the brilliance of this movie is that they left it up to you. They purposely left all these questions and giant gaps yeah. so that you can put yourself into this. Yeah. And whether it's about mental health or whether you are really feeling some kind of way about aliens, like, well, it just you can got just really put yourself trippy, into these positions. It did get really it trippy. It got really trippy. But I think that that, like, to the point about the metaphor, I think that that's the whole thing about it. True. Because it's like, it gets really trippy, but if you were actually struggling with any kind of mental health, like, it, I that's imagine that's what, what it feels it like, like in your yeah. head. You yeah, don't know yeah. what's going on. Like, you've got a bunch of pieces, but you can't really put them together. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, anyway, so back to Sarah. Um, so, I don't know. I, I thought Virgo, just because she has all these, like, very quintessential, like, Virgo qualities. I mean, even just, like, things like how shy she is with, like, like being around people or around men. It's I always very, forget like, that Virgos are really shy just because like I've I know. known you. Well, I've just known you for so long too. It's like you're the main Virgo that I, I actually don't know any other Virgo women. Well, that's wild. Then I feel sorry for you. But probably because they're so shy and they never go. Out. Probably. No, yeah, you do because we worked with a Virgo at EQP. Oh, yeah. But yeah. that's like 
That was how long ago? A long time ago. And she, so, okay, but that's why I was saying, so I think that Sarah could be, but I think that she would be like a triple Virgo. Because to me, she is like the quintessential Virgo. Like all of the very basic Virgo traits, she reads to me. Like she is the maiden. You know what I mean? Okay. And the hard part about like doing astrology for this particular movie is that because we have all of these like other elements thrown in it's like I really had to try to read this girl with none of that else in mind like you can't think about all of the mental health things you can't like because that's like those are external factors right that like yes they're part of her but they're not going to be like associated with what sign she is you know what Mm -hmm. I mean so that was like the really tricky part about this is like having to just like at her base level like what are these personality traits that define her and then I was kind of getting Virgo and I really had a hard time because of all the external traits getting anything else I didn't read that I didn't feel like Virgo I mean I just I don't know why I guess I read like a water sign because she's like very like emotional I guess and then you know just like I guess she didn't have any like psychic abilities but I just feel like they're very intuitive with like more if there were aliens, it would definitely be like a Pisces in contact with them. No. Do you think, so you think she would have been a Pisces? No, I'm now what you're saying though, I feel like, okay, I can actually see that. And the way she dresses too, I'm like. <laughs> Maybe like, oh, wow, really? <laughs> okay, I did just buy some dad jeans recently, but I think I look fucking good in them, so. <laughs> well, you're wearing it for a different reason. It's also really strange though, because it's like, where is, the, the, what time period is this movie set in? I think it's current time I think period. it's current, but she's not wearing those clothes, like, ironically, she's, like, wearing it because that's, like, she's a horse girl. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I'm not wearing them ironically. I'm wearing them because they're comfortable. I think, okay, so this is what I think happened with fashion. We started doing it ironically, and then we realized, it's not even like, ironically. fuck that, mom jeans are awesome because yeah. you can't see that I actually have fat around my uterus area. Yes, that's so, true. So, so now we're like, yeah, mom jeans. No, and it's I don't not think it's ironic, anymore. but I think it's just like because when you're putting together a look you're taking inspiration from like either a time period or oh, right. some, like something that was kind of pop culture in the day well then yeah because she's a horse girl but cause... she's a horse girl so she's just stuck from that time right that's why she looks like that i really liked her outfits actually. they were really cute yeah i even made a note about the weird bodysuit that she makes in her, her <laughs> oh yeah imagery. i forgot about that i was like i really like this bodysuit I'm a fan of this look. Okay, but that was not really a look. She just put that together because she's going through like a crazy episode. Okay, I know, but it was like... <laughs> okay, there were, there's a lot to talk about that dream, but the freaking suit that she's wearing where she's like stalking through the night in it, I loved it. I really yeah. like the suit. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> just saying. Oh, also pink was like a big color palette in this movie. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Which also, I don't know. I could maybe, you're talking about water signs. I could maybe see, like, cancer, potentially. That's what I was thinking. But now I'm, like, I don't really do, like, colors and auras and stuff. But, yeah. like, I try to think of, like, signs that I could see pink being a color for. Uh-huh. And I, I feel like it would work with Virgo, but I also feel like it could work with cancer. Yeah. yeah. Because that's totally, like, they, they as a film professional... I'm pretty sure that that was not on accident, that this color palette was, like, saturating this movie with I thought pink. it was, like, orange. It was kind of a coral, I oh, think. Okay, yeah. I don't know. Do you agree with that? I yeah. I mean, need to be like, it's coral! <laughs> <laughs> no, it was coral, yeah. That's yeah. a good way to put it, but, like, it wasn't, like, straight up pink. It was, like, No, like, not, like, yeah. not, like, pastel pink or, like, Barbie pink, but, yeah. like, coral. Yeah. Yeah. Because now I'm like, I don't know, was the monitor on my TV really sad? <laughs> I'm seeing two different colors. Oh, I think about these kinds of things now. Yeah. It's just the color that the filmmaker intended me to watch this in. Well, that's good. That's because you like your job. Oh, I don't know. It's a lot of stress to watch movies now. Is this how you wanted me to see it? So, I don't know. That's what I thought about Sarah. What do you think? Okay, yeah. So, um... <clears throat> I don't know. It's hard. This these movies when we choose like the the newer movies, it's way harder. 
But okay, but we've also chosen so far the two newer movies that we've chosen have been like more artsy than like commercial films. Oh, like you were saying, if we chose a commercial film, it'd be like really. I think so. I think if we chose like one of the Marvel movies, we would bang through it in like four seconds. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like. I, I don't think that any of these filmmakers expected that they were going to have a podcast about astrology, try to dissect <laughs> their characters, you know? Yeah. I highly doubt they, they saw that coming. So. Okay, so I can see Virgo. I'll go with that. Okay. So who do we want to talk about next? Um, her roommate? Do you want to talk about her roommate? Yeah. Okay. So her roommate is uh, Nikki is her name. Mm-hmm. And I kind of had a... A hard time with her a little bit. Really? Yeah, I for, I, was I read thinking, Libra. Oh my god, I wrote Libra. Yeah, Libra, hands down. Like, yeah, she See, was just like. But, so when I first did it, I wrote Aries, but then I was like, no, not Aries. It's something else. And yeah. then I got Libra. Yeah, because she's like really nice. Yeah, and she's just trying to help her friend out, and she's just like cool and. Yeah. She's, like, young, hip, cool, and yeah. she's just trying to help this girl out that's, like, you know, this. obviously, you know, like, kind of sad and lonely, and you're, like, you know what, I can help her, like, I'll get her a boyfriend, yeah, she's really nice, like, yeah, yeah. I wrote, opinionated but caring, take charge personality. Yeah. Perfect. But then I was, like, wondering where, what happened to her once she, like, got sent to this hospital, the mental health clinic. Then she just doesn't be her friend anymore. Yeah, no, but she ended up, like, coming back into the apartment, and she's like, did you... I thought that was in a dream. Was that in the dream? That's that the thing that... That was in a dream. Oh, I... I... Okay, so I read that almost the entire last chunk of the movie, like, once she gets admitted to the mental facility, mm-hmm. the, the hospital, Yeah. the way I read it, everything after that is a dream. Oh, even when she goes and gets the horse? I think so. And making that suit and running around in it and stuff? Okay, the suit definitely was a dream. <laughs> really? I thought she just went crazy and she's just, like, running around well, town this in this is, Okay, suit. You, like, maybe. And there was a part of me that was like, is she actually leaving the hospital right now? Yeah. But you couldn't get out of a hospital that easily. Like, first of all, the first thing that she does when she's leaving the hospital, quote-unquote, mm-hmm. is open the door to her room. If you're in a mental health hospital they don't just leave your doors open like that that's true i mean no, i thought she went out the window no she walks out the door and then she's watching herself walk from the window they don't so i don't know you know like maybe some hospitals do but i like from everything that i know about like everyone who i've ever known that's had to go to like a mental health hospital like you know, they take away, like, your shoelaces. They take away the lace in your sweatpants. Like, anything that you could harm yourself with. So they're definitely not going to, like, leave doors open to rooms and let you, like, walk around the hospital where there's, like, scaffolds easily accessible and crap, you know? So I read that it was, like, everything after she goes to the hospital is a dream. And then also, like, the fact that she's watching herself walk away from the window, it's like only one of those people is actually moving right now. It's more likely that it's the one who's stuck inside the room. Or she could be astral projecting into another world. I'll go with that. We're on an astrology podcast, so I think that we should talk about that possibility. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, did she even have that girl in her room then? The girl that was in her room? Because then she was talking to the guy and he was like, there was no roommate. You didn't, you weren't, right? Remember? She like, the girl that was in the room. That oh, was like, the one who was also part of her dream? Yeah. Um. So this was kind of like my theory about her. So you know how she has the dream earlier on in the movie and that girl's in the dream? Yeah. Okay, so my theory is that this was a past roommate of hers. Oh, like when she was admitted before. Like the first time. This was her roommate. Oh. And she just keeps like reliving this girl in her head. And that's why. What about why... the plumber guy? I mean, she works at the craft store and he works like he always walked by the window. Oh. So the only thing that throws off my whole theory about it being a dream. Pause for sirens. So the only thing that throws off my whole theory about it all being a dream, and I do think that all the chunk of stuff when she's in the hospital is a dream, but the only thing that would throw off, like, literally maybe all of it's a dream, even her getting abducted by aliens at the end, is the fact that Molly Shannon's character sees her walking with the horse. Or sees the horse. Oh. At the end. Oh. She sees the, like, backside of the horse, which is also, like, the first frame that we see. And wasn't she in the suit? 
No, 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 no. That's when she's in the dress. Oh, she's, she's in the dress. Like that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Oh, also, I love Molly Shannon, by the way. Oh, right. And she was like, so. <laughs> I loved her in this movie. Oh, do we want to talk about what time she is? Um, okay, yeah. Because I wrote it down. Okay, so Molly Shannon's character was named Joan. And I um, guessed maybe she was a Scorpio. Why? Or a Pisces. I guess I could see Pisces. Okay, so this is like totally me just projecting here, but I had a boss one time that was a Scorpio, and I felt like she is very, like, she reminded me a lot of Joan's character. Like, she was always inquisitive about what was going on with me and seemed, like, genuinely concerned about the people that worked with her. Like, I don't know, boss-wise, she felt like the same exact kind of energy of a boss, oh, and she was a Scorpio. So, I don't know. I think it was because she was just, like, weighing on the back I of my mind. I was definitely thinking, like, a water sign placement. Like, I thought, like, Cancer, because she just had, like, a very motherly nature. Like, she's looking after her. Yeah. Yeah. She was really sweet. And but something in water. We were, we were yeah. in water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Water. Definitely <laughs> some water there. Very nurturing. Mm-hmm. Very nurturing. Um, okay, who else do we want to talk about? Well, I guess um, Darren, right? Darren. Which Darren? What do you mean? Because they're both Darren. <laughs> the guy on the TV show, Purgatory. Oh, Matthew Gray Goodler's character is oh, named Darren. Yeah. In the show. Oh, yeah. And then oh, yeah, that's John Reynolds' character, yeah, who's she's the like, roommate. She's like, I love that name. Yeah. Friend. Or yeah, the roommate. Yeah. The roommate's boyfriend's roommate yeah. is Darren. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I guess we can also, we have to mention, I guess, the show a little bit, too, because it was so oh, yeah. weird. Yeah. Okay. So I also made a note because, so she's obsessed with this show that's called Purgatory. It's like a fictional show. And when I first started watching this movie, I thought, because I saw Matthew Gagler, that it was Criminal Minds. And I was like... Is his literal entire part in this just, like, parts of Criminal Minds that I have into this movie? How odd. And then it took me about four seconds to realize that it's not Criminal Minds. Just very similarly put together. Yeah. Um, And that it was, like, a show inside of a show. Or a show inside of a movie. So, yeah. So she's obsessed with the show Purgatory. um, And it's, like, this fictional, uh, like, supernatural crime drama. Yeah, I guess so. The way to describe it. Yeah. Um, And the main character's name, who she's obsessed with, is Darren, and it's he's played by Matthew Ray Goobler. And then the roommate's boyfriend's roommate is also named Darren. He's played by John Reynolds, and he's the guy who she actually meets in real life, and has like a date with. Yeah. And likes a little bit. Yeah. So, what do you think um, about Darren? Yeah, John Reynolds, Darren. Yeah, the one who we actually know his personality. Yeah, um, I thought that it was hard, but I wrote Cancer. Mm, I could see that. I felt like everybody was kind of watery or worthy yeah. in this movie. No, he didn't come off as. I don't know why. I think he's like except a Cap- for the roommate. I read him as a Capricorn. Okay, so this was the thing though, because I was thinking maybe Capricorn too, but it's kind of the same problem that we had when we were talking about Ingrid on Uptown Girls. Like I don't, I don't really know that much about him. Yeah, like, I think he says what he does. But he like I like I don't I don't know enough to know that he like Yeah, they didn't really go into his character that much. So but I put cancer because But we barely got anything about the other female characters and we're able to like read them easier. Like what maybe we just have a hard time reading men because they just all seem boring and like <laughs> Wow. They have no personality. <laughs> I thought he had a personality. And, the, like, okay, so okay, the well, reason why I wrote well, okay. cancer, he's, like, talking about his ex the whole time when he first meets oh, her. He gets right. drunk. He's, like, talking about his ex. He's, like, oh, yeah. And she was, like, crazy. And she would do these things. And it was so depressing. Like, who is that downer at a party where we're all, like, you know, he was talking about his ex a lot. He obviously was, like, very emotionally distraught over this, like, relationship. Um, you know, he was a little weird and, like, quirky. What do you kept saying? He kept saying, like, I like her. She's, like, real. She's, like, genuine, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 I don't know. I get, like, more of an earth sign vibe from Oh, that. okay. Yeah. 
I could see that. Yeah, I could even see Taurus. Maybe Taurus. Yeah. Now that we're talking about it. Yeah, because he was really nice the whole time to her, and then until she just, you know, completely freaks out. Oh, my God. But you know what? Now that we're talking about it, when she completely freaks out, his reaction to that, I think, is definitely more Taurus than Cancer. Where he's like, whoa, 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 chill, chill. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she's like, you said you understood. And he's like, we're talking about aliens. I thought, I didn't know it was that serious. I didn't know it was that serious. Like, yeah. So that, that, okay, I could see Taurus, because that reaction yeah. was, like, nailed it on Taurus. Very, very Taurus. Yeah. I could see that. I also made this note about when he tells her that her nosebleed was kind of cute, and I was like, mm. question mark? Like, who says that to someone? <laughs> I mean, I get it, because he was trying to make her feel better about the yeah. fact that she had a nosebleed while, yeah. while they were, like, talking. I think a Taurus would say that. They probably would, yeah. but in my head, I'm just like, could we not talk about when my nose started bleeding? That, that would, that <laughs> Wait, you think it should just be ignored? Yes, I think all things should be just swept under the Oh my rug. god, you're that person that doesn't <laughs> tell someone that there's food in their teeth or a booger in their nose. <laughs> okay, but if I'm Charlie Are from you Marriage that- Story, then I would tell you. But would you? I don't know. Do you do that? Have you done that for me before? Um, I think it's like if it's something that I think is like glaringly obvious and I find a good time you to tell what? you. You know what? I think there have been times where you haven't <laughs> told me and I got upset at you. Okay, probably. But I just don't want to make people feel uncomfortable. But it makes it more uncomfortable when you go home and realize there's been something on your face the entire time. <laughs> but you know what? If it's times when it's only me and you, then I feel like. I, I don't care if there's food in your teeth. I love you for who you are. Yeah, but if you're in public, there's other people that can see. Okay, I'll work on that. I'll yeah. make a mental note that I need to be so, better. Yeah, that's what... Don't okay. trust a Virgo to tell you. <laughs> they won't. So, um, yeah. Oh, I also made this note about the show Purgatory that's, like, in, in the movie or whatever, but... There's that scene that she keeps going back to of the show where it's, like, the, the clones of, of Matthew Gray Goobler's character. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, two of him. And then his partner is, like, trying to figure out which one to shoot. Oh, yeah. And I was, like, when they first cut away from it, I'm, like, are you kidding me? I'm not going to find out which one she gets to shoot. And then they go back to it. And you still don't ever really find out which one she shoots. And I know that this is a really crazy thing to be, like, harping on, but you know how I feel about trash TV, very similar to Sarah, where I will just rewatch the same crap over and over again and get very obsessed with it, even if it sucks. And I really, Is there something you're telling me? Like, do you have mental (laughs) health issues? (laughs) No. Because you're saying that you're a Virgo. Like, first off, you're a Virgo, and you're saying she's, like, triple Virgo, and then now you're saying, like... You watch okay, these shows but, obsessively and... Well, no, 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 but there's, like, okay, and this is, like, this isn't directly tied to mental health, but I have read articles before, and I think I've told you about this, about people who rewatch shows, because Sarah, like, mentions that she rewatches Purgatory multiple times, um, and I definitely am someone who rewatches shows I can't times. rewatch shows at all. Yeah, a lot of people can't, but I read an article one time about it, and it's actually, like, a real thing that is supposed to be, like, a comforting thing. So I guess in some ways it's kind of tied to, like, whatever sort of, like, mental health rituals you can do to help yourself. It's supposed to be, like, comforting. And it's, like, a sign for people who rewatch shows or rewatch movies that it's, like, it's a way for you to sort of de-stress and be comforted because you already know how this is going to end. It's, like, mm. you can you can watch something that's, like, engaging and has, like, a storyline going and you know you're not going to be surprised by it. Yeah. Like, you don't have to deal with the stress of, like, what's going to happen to these people. Like, even though it's oh. fictional, it's, like, comforting for you because you already know, like, how this is going to go. Interesting. You know, it's, like, the repetitiveness of, like, it, it's, like, comforting. That was another, and that was another reason why I had written about um, Sarah maybe being a Virgo. Because I don't know if that's, like, exclusive to all Virgos. But I feel like when you're, like, a person who's, like, high, kind of always high stress. Mm-hmm. Like, anything that you can do that's sort of, like, routine and, and you can count on it to be there for you is, yeah. like, a way to de-stress. And, like, things like rewatching silly shows, like, it does that for you, you know? It's, like, comforting. Like I, I know, get that. I know those characters in Purgatory yeah. are gonna be there for me, you know, and I, I get, get that. that's like that makes sense, you know. And she does talk about she uses the show to like cope after her mom's death, mm-hmm. 
And so, but anyways, my whole point of it was that they give you like a little bit of storyline to the show and then they don't resolve it. And it really like, will probably, I know it's not a real show, but it might haunt me for the rest of my life. Oh my gosh. <laughs> You're crazy. Saying. I just need to know which Matthew Gagler she shot. That's all I'm saying. I just really need to know. I was kind of getting in purgatory. I was like, I would watch this. It's a show. Well, I hope you will keep this movie in your heart forever because there was a very hot scene. Sexy with sex scene. It actually really shocked me. Like you were like No, not in a hot way, in a scared way. Why? So for everyone listening, um, if you guys didn't know this already, you probably didn't. Uh, Matthew K. Gubler is like my future second husband. Everyone knows this except for him. Not a problem. <laughs> uh, and there is a scene in this movie, which hopefully you've already watched the movie, so you know what we're talking about. If not, this has been a very confusing podcast <laughs> up to this point. Um, and they are like fucking. Yeah. It's it's pretty intense. Yeah. And Mariko's looking at me like she thinks I would have thought it was hot, but I was very taken aback. Because I think that a lot of people who are like who really like him as an actor, like fell in love with him through criminal minds. Uh-huh. And his character in that show is so different than oh, that really? kind of persona. Yeah, uh-huh. he's like kind of a nerd and he's like kind of like dorky but in like a cute sort of way. You know, so, like, to see him in this movie for these, like, few seconds where he's this very, like, aggressive, like, sexualized, masculine character was, like, whoa, that is not the you that we know and see very often. That's not hot? I didn't say that. Oh. <laughs> I just said it was shocking. Oh. I didn't say it wasn't hot. I said it was shocking. Oh, okay. <laughs> you can take that for what you will. Mm. But... It was kind of sad. I feel like that's a little sad of a dream, though, that she replaces John Reynolds with him. It's, like, a little mean, right? Yeah, like, did they have sex in real life then? No, I think it was in the dream. In the dream, yeah. I think she was... I mean, I don't know, you know, and these are yeah. the questions. Like, like, and I think that that's why they did the movie this way, because it's supposed to be left up to interpretation. Yeah. Like, if you want to believe that she was fucking both of them, you could believe that. <laughs> I mean, probably not, but if that's the world that you want to live in. I mean, yeah, if she is able to, like, get in contact with aliens, she's probably like, I'm in love with Darren from Purgatory. Please let me have sex with him. And yeah, then, yeah she that's gets That's totally what, what I would do if yeah. I had that kind of contact with aliens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I wouldn't, like, try to have aliens help me with, like, better technology to save the world or anything. I would just totally, like, all of my own selfish desires. <laughs> yeah. I want to have sex with that person. <laughs> yeah. Please help me, aliens. Get what I want. <laughs> the aliens are listening to this podcast and they're very upset. They're not going to help us with anything. Ever. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. Yeah. Is there anyone else we want to talk about? I guess that was it. I mean, we don't want to talk about Nikki's fucking loser-ass boyfriend. Well, I just want to also just mention other parts of the movie. Like, her dad is so strange, too. It's like... Well, it's her her stepfather. Oh, that's right. She doesn't know what happened to her. The craziest thing about Sarah, I think, is that she, like, seems so... Like, she's quirky and she's a horse girl, obviously, but she seems so normal for the first, like, good chunk of the movie. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, they just unleash it like a fucking typhoon where it's like, oh, yeah, my mom was depressed and killed herself. My grandmother was crazy and I look exactly like her. Um, I have a stepfather who just hands me wads of $100 bills because he feels like he was my father. And then he abandoned me at 16 years old. I never met my real dad. Like, whoa. <laughs> also, her best friend, like, got severely injured in like a horse oh, accident right. yeah. she has to go take care of her best friend that's like it has no memory yeah. she has like memory loss issues Agatha yeah. so it just really like turns into like a full on shit show at a certain point yeah. and you're like damn Sarah I would be real fucked up too <laughs> damn, Sarah. I would be wearing those mom jeans unironically <laughs> at that point too like very much so yeah she was so nice though I just felt for her I was like oh. She was. She was great. There was also that really amazing scene where they're all really fucked up and dancing. And and they say, it's like belly dancing with centaurs. 
That was the line that they used to describe her dancing. Uh, yeah. She was, like, doing, like, a, a gallop <laughs> yeah. around the, the living room. Oh, it was good. That was a good, good I dance liked too. her moves. I loved it. I'm going to use those. I moves. know. I should have used those last night. I we went out last night. I should have danced We should have done that. At the club. Horse girl. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's good that we didn't, probably. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you liked this movie, though. I really liked it. Yeah. I might watch it again so that I can... Comfort yourself? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's very comforting. I, I really like the existential crisis that I ended up in at the end of this oh movie. Oh, my God. It's great. Yeah, it was, like, so trippy. I was just like, what is happening? I did really like it, though. I love the scene, though, where she, like, puts up the color all over her entire apartment, and she's just, like, saging everything. I'm like, I want to do that. I feel like I should. Yeah. 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 Sage your whole apartment? Yeah, but also just cover my apartment in a certain color. Yeah. To, like, you know, whatever I need to work on. There are, like, color, Mm -hmm. color, um, what is it called? Therapies. Yeah. You know, you can use colors to help with certain thing and yeah this movie was really interesting because it was like so there was this mental health aspect to it and then there was this kind of like supernatural aspect to it but there was also this kind of like spiritual aspect yeah, to it that tarot reader came yeah in, yeah and told she her she meets like, a tarot reader really yeah. early on she's like this is for um protection or something right? yeah that's what the color she gives was her like for. a smudge stick oh she gave it to her yeah she gave oh. that was like her her card Oh. She gave her her card on a giant ass smudge stick. Oh. Which I was like, damn, girl, don't you know you could be selling those for like a lot of money just for that stick? But yeah, it was great though. I really enjoyed this. Yeah. Um, I feel bad for Sarah, but I, I really did love John Reynolds' character. Now that we talked about it, I really think he probably was a Taurus. Yeah. That vibes. Yeah. He had very chill vibes. He was pretty nice. I mean, he totally just ditched her in a graveyard, but I feel like, you she know. She almost stabbed him, so yeah. I feel like it was probably okay in that scenario. I don't know, though. I mean, I think that maybe, like, he should have called somebody, but I, like, but, like you as a Taurus, think about this. If you're in that scenario, somebody yeah. almost stabs you, you're not going to want to call the cops on them. You no. don't like to do things like that. No. What are you going to do? You just run away. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> But I think as a male, like you can't, you have to let yourself get stabbed. And no. <laughs> I mean, that's fine if you think that. Okay, maybe a little bit. Like, like he should have just let himself get, I mean, they were scissors. What is she going to do? <laughs> a couple pokes here and there. You would be fine. He shouldn't have just left her, but I would I see it. I could see a Taurus guy just being like, well, this bitch is crazy. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> It's really sad, too, because the date started off so cute. I was like, I really I love where this is going. They're so cute together. And then and then she tried to stab him with scissors. I know. That's how they all end, you know? It starts out really cute, and then you're trying to stab each Just other. Just a with metaphor for relationships. <laughs> or, or a literal interpretation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. We don't, we don't do I'm... scissor play at our house. <laughs> That's not a thing. <laughs> it might be a thing. It's not my thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so let's get to um I guess we should get to the signs of the actors. Alright, I got it. I got it for you right here. Sarah, played by Allison Bree. I love her. I She's really a Capricorn. Know. Interesting. I think I looked that up too when I was watching the movie. She takes her work very seriously. I always tell. do that. Every movie I've been watching now, I'm like, what is their sign? No, yeah. It's like become an obsession and I do it. Yeah. Okay. So Joan, Molly Shannon. Virgo, Molly oh, Shannon, I my girl. She's a Virgo. She's hilarious. We all are. There are a lot of funny <laughs> Virgos though, because Amy Poehler too is Adam a Virgo. Adam Sandler is a Virgo. There are yes, and then Dave Chappelle. Mm-hmm. A lot of comedians are Virgos. Yeah. You guys are just so sad. I think all the time. Not that. Sad, yeah. But like, no, it's true. Like you, like you have it's, to. It's say, a harsh world. We yeah. have to say things that to are, make it funny and more yeah. lighthearted because you're already right. in your head too much thinking about how fucked up the world is. Oh my god, is this a therapy session? What are you trying to do to me? (laughs) But you're right. You're totally right. So, uh, Nikki, played by Debbie Ryan, is a Taurus. 
Debbie Ryan in Taurus. Who's Debbie Ryan, though? She plays the roommate, Nikki. Oh, okay. She was in some Disney Channel stuff, and oh. now she's, like, taken. She's in some Disney Channel stuff, and then she's also on that show, Insatiable, that's on Netflix right now. Oh, that's her, the main character? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's where I've seen her but face. But I think, I think it was, like, she was a Disney Channel star that's, like, trying to go next level now. Oh. So Insatiable was, like, a step, and now Horse Girl, she's, like, I'm going to get into Insatiable, some real like, supposedly shit. a terrible show about... I didn't watch it, and I kind of don't didn't want to watch it because I heard a lot of bad things about it. But I don't know. I heard some mixed reviews. So the whole thing was that it was supposed to be kind of like fat shamey. Yeah. But then I heard some people who were saying that it doesn't actually come off that way when you're watching it. But then it's like I don't I don't know if I trust your opinion. <laughs> like maybe I should watch it myself. But yeah. I don't know if I want to delve into that ter- territory at all. Yeah. You know. It's like, if it ends up being that it's, like, a soap opera about, you know, like, a girl who is heavier and then gets, like, a revenge body and goes crazy. Like, I don't want to be contributing to that kind of negative stereotypes. Yeah, definitely not. But I don't know. I don't want to speak for the show because I have not watched it. Yeah. So, uh, Darren, played by John Reynolds, is a Leo. Okay. Yeah. I could see that. He's a Leo. Yeah. He's got a presence like that. He's tall. Yeah. I wonder if he was in Glow, too, because he looks kind of similar to the guy that, I don't know, that um, she was hooking up with in Glow. I don't know. I don't know. You should watch that show, though. It's good. I I know. My brother told me, too. Yeah. I like it. Fascinating. Do we we need to talk about anyone else? No, that's it. Matthew Gay Googler? Oh, yeah. He's a Pisces. I didn't need to look that up. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not a stalker, I swear to God. (laughs) Ariel, I just, I can't even imagine. It's weird that they say, like, it's the Virgo and Pisces are sister sign because I can't even see a Virgo Pisces together. Really? I know a couple of Virgos and Pisces who are together. Actually, I know quite a few and in the celebrity worlds. Really? Nicole Richie is married to one of the Madden brothers and he's a Pisces and, um, and she's a Virgo. You know that? And then the other Madden brother, they're twins, so they're both Pisces, is married to Cameron Diaz, who's and she's also, also a Virgo. Virgo. And then um, in my personal life, I know a Virgo and a Pisces couple, but reversed, male Virgo, female Pisces. So the, that's what I'm wondering, though, is like the dynamic between it, because you have one person in the relationship that's like obviously very meticulous, clean, tidy, organized, things like that. But then what does the Pisces provide to that Virgo? Like, I think it's the emotional connection. I think it's, like, it's an opposites attract sort of thing because it's, like, you know, Pisces are very, like, emotional. But aren't sister signs supposed to also be, like, really similar in certain ways, too? I mean, I think it's, like, there there are some things that I think are similar. So this is the way that I think of it. It's, like, if Virgo's unemotional, Pisces are very emotional. We already know this. Like, I think that that is, like, a fill there. Mm-hmm. I think it's, like, whereas a Virgo is very meticulous and clean and a Pisces is known for being a little bit more, like, scatterbrained and, like, kind of, um, you know, like a dreamer and creative. Like, you've got to think of it from a perspective. Like, just because a Virgo is meticulous and is all these things doesn't mm-hmm. mean that that's, like, the life that we would that we want to be living all the time. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, like I always say, like, oh, I love Tauruses or I love Pisces because they kind of, like, keep me from, like, they reel me in. Like, okay, yeah. you don't have to be so crazy all the time. Like, sometimes we can just, like, chill. They just chill. So yeah. I think it's, like, I think it's a little bit of that. But I do think that one of the things that's similar about Virgos and Pisces, and I think it's very interesting, is that I think they're both kind of independent in that, like, yes, the Pisces might be more, like, emotionally, like, need more. But they're both independent in that they both, like, have their own projects that they're working on. And, like, when they don't want to be, like, bothered when they're doing their own thing. Right. Like, I know a lot of Pisces who are very, like, independent and can do whatever. Very, and Virgos are, like, yeah. the same way. So I think in, like, a coupling, like, that would work out really well in a relationship because it'd be, like, you know, if if we know that emotionally we're fine, like, yeah. we're fine to do yeah. our own thing. Like, we don't have to be on each other's ass all the time. Yeah. Like, you're cool with doing your own thing. I'm cool with doing my own thing. Like, also, I think maybe this a little bit, like, Pisces is the oldest in the Zodiac, so they're kind of known as, like, the... The wise one, because they're the ones, they've gone through the complete cycle, I guess, or something. Yeah. Right? And I feel like Virgos have, like, a very old soul, too. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. So. 
I gotta look up more about this, so that... We should have talked about this when we were talking about Marriage Story I with know. Charlie and Nicole. <laughs> I feel like all of these things, like, are traits that, that could have spoke to that relationship. We clearly aren't taking this seriously and not doing our homework. We're doing... I did my homework. I have a whole notebook. I did it. <laughs> okay, well, so just me, <laughs> the Taurus, didn't I do her homework. Notebook. I mean, I didn't color coordinate it like I usually would, but I did make a notebook. Oh, my God. It says stars. The stars are on the <laughs> cover, and it's got stars on it. Okay. Okay. Well, that was Horse Girl. Horse Girl. Watch it. It's on Netflix. I like this movie. I liked it a lot. Yeah. I might watch it again. No. Okay. So, what's the next movie we're doing? I think we should stick with what we had already planned. Okay. So, episode five, we're going to be doing Zach and Mary Make a Porno. Yay, yeah. I'm really excited to do that one. I haven't seen it in a long time, so it'll be interesting. Yeah. And then, so this is like a good time, I think, for us to just say, if you are listening to this podcast and you want to hear about a specific movie, you should send us like a DM yes, or like a comment. Yes, just like let us know us. like what the next movie should be. Because we've just been choosing ourselves, um, but if you guys have ideas, like... Tell us and we'll make a list and we'll just start going on the list. So next one is Zach and Mary make porno. But if you have any ideas that you want to submit, submit them. And you can do that. See how I'm looping into plugs right now on our Instagram at stars period of period the period stars. Uh, And then you can also follow me, Ariel, on Instagram at yes, Ariel like the mermaid. And you can also go and be my friend on CoStar at the same handle. And we can look at each other's birth charts. Yeah. Um, so yeah. My Instagram is Mariko Donna and then my co star if you want to see my birth chart is Meowkachan. And if you don't know by now, my sun moon rising, I'm Sun Taurus, Rising Taurus, and Pisces Moon. Oh. And I am a Virgo Sun and a Cancer Moon and an Aries rising. Also, I wanted to mention, I really think we should watch Earthquake Bird for the next, like, more modern one, because it's on Netflix, and... <sighs> this title really bothers me. But... I, I like the movie <laughs> a lot. Okay, maybe episode six. But episode yeah. five is about pornography. Yes. Well, it's about Zach and Mary right. making a pornography. I know that I'm talking about, like, sex a lot, but I'm like, ugh. Well, if you don't want to hear us talk about sex, then <laughs> you probably should already be not listening to this <laughs> podcast. Um, it's a hot topic. Yeah. So, anyways. All right. That was it. That was it. Thanks for listening. Okay. Stars of the stars. <laughs>